0: And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. What's up, girl? I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because we're talking about happiness, but we're going to do a little reframe on it that I think is going to be very powerful. So buckle on up and let me kind of just like set the stage here first. At the time that this episode is being released, my fiance, Cena and I are currently on day 10 of 75 hard and I'm not going to go into the details of the program, but essentially it's a mental toughness and physical challenge. Google it. You can read all the rules. There's a ton of different components of it that you have to do for 75 consecutive days. But I will tell you, you might hear me mentioning 75 day hard here on the podcast and on social media, because first and foremost, I like to just keep you in the loop, right? Like I think of us, like we're girlfriends and we're just chatting over spicy margaritas, except for I can't have one for a while while I'm on this because part of it is you can't drink alcohol. But that being said, I do also really think it's powerful to share about your goals and things that you're working on in real time with people that you're connected with because it just gives you more skin in the game, you know, like more accountability because the goal is bigger than you. And when I share about it, And maybe when you share about your goals, it can make it more about you just accomplishing that goal yourself as an individual, but also it becomes you showing other people that they could do it too, which then makes that goal more purpose-filled, you know? So- also real talk, we're 10 days in and we're cruising, but we're about to get in the car on Saturday morning to road trip from Austin, Texas, where we live over to Scottsdale, Arizona for a week. Uh, we're seen as real estate mentor, Steve lives. He's going to shadow him for a week while I work in an Airbnb. And then we're headed up to Seattle for the holidays for a couple weeks and a couple weeks actually into January. So I know it's going to get a little bit trickier. So I just want to like up my own accountability by talking about this. But I want to just disclaimer if you are in the Scottsdale, Phoenix, Arizona area, we're doing a really fun, totally free Empower Her podcast meetup. It's going to be on Saturday, December 18th in the morning. So if you want to join us, come say hi. I want to squeeze you, but also connect you with other women that are also in the area that you already have a common interest with in that you both listen into the podcast, right? And then we're actually going to do one up in January in Seattle. The date is TBD on that one, but we'll announce all of the details in our free Empower Her Podcast listener community, which are uh, if you're not part of the community yet, it's totally free. It's where we do fun giveaways and connection threads. I do live Q&As, and it's also where we announce meetup locations and details. So if you are on my text list where you get my free pump-up text already, just text me back, free group, and I'll make sure that you have the link. If you're not yet, text free group, to 512-548-2728. Again, text free group to 512-548-2728, or you can DM me on Instagram and I'll get you the link. So a little bit of a side tangent there, but it's important for me to keep you in the loop and also have an opportunity to get to meet you and like squeeze you, which is so cool. So that being said, I want to get into the point of this podcast, which is not about 75 Day hard at all, but it did actually make me think about this podcast topic because one of the tasks that you do with this challenge involves physically reading 10 pages out of a book a day. And honestly, I'm more of a podcast fan and books on Audible. I just think the audio platform is the wave of the future, especially for you and I as like really busy women. I mean, I think about this all the time that you are literally there's an option. You could be in the shower right now. And if you are, toss that lupa in the air, girl, while you're listening into the podcast. It's so cool that you can listen into podcasts anywhere. That being said, there is something about like physically opening up a book that it just hits a little different sometimes. So- my fiance, Cena, and I decided that if we're going to do this challenge, we're actually not just going to do the 10 pages, we're going to crank it up a notch and do a book a week because we have just moved out of a survival mode season and we're in this like crank it up a notch season. So we're just, you know, leveling up a little bit. And this week I decided to read a book that's a little bit more hardcore. It's from Mark Manson. And if you're not familiar with Mark, you probably have heard of his book. It's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. And I won't say F because I know you could have toddlers in the back of your car, but they're going to hear it on the playground eventually. They're going to hear the F word. But that being said, reading this book has me thinking because he's got a very different perspective and he comes across as kind of pessimistic. But I think the underlying concepts of the book are really freaking powerful. And I love it. I think there's a lot of power in listening to content that's delivered in a way that's not your norm, right? Like he doesn't explain things the way that I would explain things, but I'm like, Ooh, that's a really good point that he's making. Right. And the concept of this book has this underlying tone that solving problems is actually what makes you happy. And culturally, we think that we don't want problems. But that's never going to be possible. We can't escape not having problems, right? We don't live in a world of like rainbows, butterflies, unicorns, and happy little like rainbows coming out of our butt, right? And honestly, we would be so unfulfilled and underwhelmed if we didn't have any problems. Like, think about it. Like, sometimes we don't want to be overwhelmed, but think about a time when you were underwhelmed, right? Or like unfulfilled. Like it's just, that doesn't feel very good. And if we didn't have any problems, we would have nothing to solve, which contributes to our happiness. So it's more about picking the problems that you want more, problems that you're more excited to solve if you can't escape not having problems. For example, let me give context here. Cena and I are focused on our mental clarity problem because prior to starting 75 day hard, we felt really scattered moving from a season after losing his dad to a lot of changes, his career path, my business, things that I want to launch, things that he's doing. Like we had a lot going on. So we got a mental clarity problem that we had prior and we wanted to really feel good, you know, in our wedding that's coming up in April and all of the days and events leading up to it. So we chose to do 75 day hard. But by solving this like clarity and feeling good problem, we created a new problem. The problem is how the heck do we manage all of these tasks that we need to do for this challenge into our life? How do we fit in these pages and the gallon of water that we have to drink? And how do we fit in our workouts? How do we mentally resist temptations that we would have normally caved to, but because we're choosing to do this, we're not going to, right? It's just reframing in your head that you're always going to have a problem, which problem are you willing to struggle for? I'm willing to struggle to feel really freaking clear headed and to feel as fit and healthy and vibrant as I want to feel rather than struggling with the problem of lacking mental clarity or not feeling as good as I could feel or avoiding the problem altogether. And the same rules apply to anything, right? I'm working on this program that we're going to launch with my company. She goes in January, which you're going to really love if you have a side business and full transparency. I have never spent so much time getting clear, about mapping something out to make sure that step by step it gives you everything that you need, and I mean, I'm not kidding, literally last weekend, I worked for like thirteen hours on both Saturday and Sunday because I don't know if you can connect with this, but when I get into something, I get obsessed with it, and I am obsessed with this idea. but you know, I'd rather have the problem of managing the workload right or managing feeling like tired, which actually if you're working on something you love, you don't actually really get that tired, you just get excited um, but have that problem rather than having the problem that I had before of not knowing what I wanted to do or thinking that I didn't know what I wanted to do and not taking action on it. Right? So there's an interesting point that Mark brings up in his book that I thought might resonate with you. It's maybe you can get on de- like on board with this idea, right? Where you're like, okay, Keish, like I hear you. This makes sense. Solving problems makes us happy. We just want to have better problems. Totally makes sense. Right? Well, It's still tricky because often as humans, we do one of two things when problems do exist, which they always do. But sometimes we like to deny that we have problems or we like to play victim. So when we deny that we have problems, it's just us avoiding the problems because temporarily it makes us feel good because we can escape having to deal with the problem. But long term, we know it's going to catch up to us right? Or when we play victim, we like to pretend that we can't do anything about our problems, but pretending also takes a lot of freaking energy, right? And we intuitively do actually know like in our gut, like we like to blame other people or we like to blame outside circumstances as a way of also avoiding the problem. And I'm not pointing the finger at you saying you're the only one that does this. I do this too sometimes. And while it isn't beneficial, it does make sense why we do this. It's easier to do that than the alternative. It feels good in the moment to avoid it so we don't have to deal with the pain of actually solving it, right? Like solving problems is more difficult than avoiding problems. Solving problems doesn't feel good immediately. Avoiding problems has us avoid the pain of solving the problems or recognizing that we actually have a problem or taking responsibility because we're no longer playing victim. Isn't that interesting? have to pop in here real quick and just thank our sponsor of today's podcast episode because this is the season where life gets a little crazy and all of a sudden you're going to parties and gatherings and you're on the road more. And for me... I've got to have really convenient ways to still make sure that I'm prioritizing my health so that I feel freaking good. And I've got the type of energy so I can show up to life the way that I want to. And I know that matters to you too, which is why I want to make sure that you're in the loop about Organifi. If you're not familiar with the company, they have an entire line of organic superfoods and plant-based nutrition products, plus tons of amazing supplements. My fiance, Cena, and I love their clean clean, tasty protein. It's got less than three grams of sugar, but 20 grams of protein. They've got chocolate and vanilla. Check it out. Their green juice is the best. It's got moringa and chlorella, spirulina, ashwagandha. And especially while traveling, just having a green juice that actually tastes good, that is actually focused on naturally boosting your immune system to give your body the things that it needs is so freaking helpful. So there are a ton of great products to check out for you. As a listener of the show, you get 20% off any of their products. I brought them on as the first sponsor of the show because I literally have been using their products for years. And definitely also while you're over there, check out Chocolate Gold, which is their nighttime tea. If you want to have hot chocolate at night and then sleep really freaking incredibly, you got to check them out too. So head to Organifi.com slash K-A-C-I-A and use code kacia for 20% off any item in their store. Again, that's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash Kasia, code kacia for 20% off any item in their store. And if you ever have questions, slide into my DMs or text me. You can ask me for my feedback. I've literally tried every single one of their products and I use so many on a regular basis. So I can keep you in the loop on all the juice. Now, that being said, let's dive back into the show. Like, if you look at any problem in your life right now, sometimes I think it's really helpful to kind of take yourself out of the situation because our ego and our emotions, you know, can get in the way if we like put ourselves in it. But just if you kind of took yourself out of your life and kind of looked at your life as if you were looking at somebody else's life and you look at some of things that you might notice as problems that are causing you some frustration or stress, they might actually fall under one of those categories. You're denying and avoiding, thinking that that's going to make it better, or you're playing victim, right? And I'm guilty of it sometimes too, right? Think about it, like a relationship with someone in your life that's not going the way that you want it to, we might intentionally play victim because it's easier. It feels better than dealing with the thing. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it's easier. Right. If we point the finger saying it's this person's fault that they don't support us or they didn't show up this way or they acted this way, how could they treat us that way? Or it's the world's problem that they did this. They didn't, you know, this is not working for you. We point that finger at somebody else. It's easier to do that than it is to flip it back around, point it at ourselves and say, wait a second, what can I own here? Right. It's easier to play victim, which is why we do it sometimes. Maybe there might be a problem in your life right now that's coming up that you're like, oh, shoot, does she have cameras in my house? Is she watching what I'm doing? Or the other thing that we often do is we deny that we have a problem, either because we just want to pretend And we want to just cope with sometimes unhealthy coping mechanisms to pretend that we don't have a problem or think that if we say that we have a problem, that means we are the problem. Just like we sometimes give extra weight to a failure. Like if something doesn't go right we just or it fails, we think that we are a failure. We create that meaning that doesn't serve us. But when we deny problems, which I've done this before in my life, Cena actually likes to call me the queen of Reframe, because I don't deny problems in a way that most people deny problems. I just like to make everything positive. <laughs> and maybe you can connect with that. If you're an Indiegram sub and you get it. I'm sometimes not even conscious. That I'm reframing something at the time that I'm reframing it. It's who I am to my core, but it's also a coping mechanism for how I manage things in my life from an early childhood. I reframed things to be positive when they weren't positive because it's how I coped. Maybe you can connect with that. Right? It's a massive gift, but also it can give me some blind spots to problems that I do actually need to fix. So I have to be aware that I am someone who maybe doesn't play victim as much. I do a pretty good job at taking radical responsibility, but I do sometimes deny that I have a problem. So for example, to give you just kind of more context, if it's not quite hitting home, I can say that I'm super happy with my current health state. I can compare it to a prior version of me who was in worse shape than I'm in now, or I can compare it to other people and say that I'm better off, which can give me this positive perspective that the problem isn't really a problem. Oh, it's not that bad, but I know what I want. I know what my standards are. And so do you, right? So pretending that you're okay or reframing or avoiding or denying a problem. Is not actually a long term solution. You get to temporary, you know, like escape from the problem by reframing it or denying it. And sometimes it's not even intentional that you're doing it. But once you stop avoiding that there's a problem, and you just acknowledge the problem, yes, it feels a little bit painful or you're like, crap, now I have to figure out how to solve this. But then you get to prioritize it and actually take action. And then you get to move through it and you get to become better because of it. You get to grow and you get to see yourself at a whole new level when you acknowledge that there was actually a problem there that you wanted to fix. Because the truth of the matter is, no matter what, you're always going to have problems. It's finding the perspective that these problems are working for you and you can just continuously upgrade your problems and pick better problems. And the whole concept behind this that I think really resonates with me reading this book and hopefully is resonating with you too, is maybe happiness isn't just about asking like, what do you enjoy or what type of happy, positive emotions do you want? Because of course we all want positive emotions, but that's not the reality all the time. Even for us that like to reframe to the positive, it's more about asking yourself, what pain are you willing to sustain, right? What are you willing to struggle through? Because you can't have a problem-free life or a pain-free life. It's literally impossible, but you can have problems that you're more excited to solve. You can have struggles that you're more excited to struggle for because they're making you a better person on the other end or they're aligning with the type of day-to-day life that you want because the outcome's never guaranteed of anything, right? So Mark Manson says, who you are is defined by what you're willing to struggle for. So girl, what matters to you? And are you building a life by creating problems that you're more excited to solve? Or are you avoiding them? Are you brushing it under the rug? Are you trying to squish it down because it's uncomfortable that you need to make a change? Sometimes that discomfort that we feel is a powerful motivator for us to make a change, to get a better problem to solve. But sometimes we like to also blame other people. We'd like to play victim. To acknowledge what are those areas in your life that you might be denying that there's a problem that you know you want to change or upgrade to a better problem, or, you know, taking that finger that we want to point at other people or the world and saying, you know what? I'm done. I'm just going to own it. I'm not going to play victim anymore. I'm going to own it because I can control my thoughts, which drive my behaviors and my actions. I am the one who's writing the story of my life. Make it one you're excited about. That's what I want to hype you up for. That's what I want to get behind. And know that we're always in this together, girl. I hope this hit at home with you. And I'll talk to you soon.